Welcome back to Bears Nation Podcast. It is June 2nd. Bears Nation Podcast. Back again. And no, your eyes do not deceive you. Chris Nano has rejoined the program. Um, Chris, hello. 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 It's it's great to be back. One week um, away from Bears Nation Podcast, and that was one week too long. So, <laughs> so. I love it. No, it's good to have you back. Uh, you know, you took a brief hiatus, but you know, it you know, we talked about it a little last week, but you're back. I just think Chris missed us too much, Kevin. I think that he saw yes. the sinking ship that we were without him and he just decided that the show needed some direction again. So we appreciate him coming back. Uh Chris, good to see you. We have a lot to talk about today. It is the you know what I think it is? I think Chris decided like last week was a slow news week, and he was like, mm. I'm gonna take the week off. I'm gonna take the week off. I'm gonna take the week off and I'm gonna come back for OTAs. That way we'll have so much to talk about. And I'll let Jake and Kevin handle the board. I'll let them scramble for a segment. No, 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 no. It's not like that. But we're glad to have Chris back. We have OTAs to talk about. We have the Bears meeting with potential free agents. We have all types of stuff with Justin Fields again to talk about. And I have an announcement to make. <laughs> oh, this um, better be good. This better be good. I think I'm on the Justin Fields starting week one train. What did I tell you? Listen, oh. no, no, no. I, no listen. No, 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 Jake, Jake, no. Because I'm pulling out the receipts on this. I'm pulling out the receipts because he knows. Okay. Last week, last week, Jake, what did I say? I said, come OTAs, you are going to change your mind 100%. You remember okay. this, don't you? Let, let, me, let me be clear. This isn't because I saw one three-yard out past J.P. Holtz. This isn't, this isn't about what just – this is about – what has been said since our last episode since me and Kevin did the episode last week we've had yes this is classic me just absolute wishy-washy not picking aside but um but (laughs) since the episode last week so since last Wednesday we've had two days OTAs yes Justin Fields obviously still looks the part he looks great on these small short routes to JP Holtz and whatever great awesome what changed my mind is what has been said Multiple reports of the Bears are going to give Justin Fields the opportunity to start if he plays well. And also just this continuing tour of what seems to be prepping Andy Dalton for the backup role. Like just every question, every answer that has been given seems to be geared around Justin Fields starting. And they are still not to this day dispelling those rumors. Obviously, when it was rookie minicamp, it was easy to say, yeah, oh, Justin, if he plays well, but you know, Andy's our guy. Now we're here and the rest of the team is here and we're saying, and a couple days ago we got the report. Oh yeah. Justin will have the opportunity to start, especially if he performs well in OTAs and minicamp and in preseason, blah, 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 which we assumed was the, was this, the situation. But now that it's being said more frequently and it's being, just, it seems to be driven into our skulls more frequently. And now Andy Dalton has to say, Oh yeah. I mean, I'm just going to prepare like I'm the starter. I'm going to prepare like I'm the starter. Totally different from I'm being told I'm the starter, which we got a month ago or two months ago, whenever when Justin Fields was drafted. So I think I am in. I, I think I'm more ready to believe that Justin Fields will be starting Week One now. I mean, what can I say? I mean, I called it. Uh, I, I knew I knew this would happen, Jake. The moment OTAs started, and like I, I said this for a reason because I knew it was going to happen. Like once you have that comparison between Fields and Dalton. Like the players notice that, okay? The coaches notice that. And Matt Nagy can no longer say, you know, 
this is QB one. This is our starter. You know, and we're full go on that. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of comparing it to when Foles was the starter for the seven games last year. And obviously, Adam Hogue, Adam Johns, Fishbane, every single question after a game that Foles started during that six-game losing streak was, you know, is Foles a starter next week? What's with Mitch? And for those, you know, a good seven games there, it was it was pure, Foles is our guy. Foles is QB1. No consideration for Mitch. Nothing. Not leaving the door open. No no interpretation allowed, okay? that mm-hmm. That's completely different now. It's completely different now. It's not... Andy's our guy. Andy's QB one. You know, Justin's going to be with Justin is going to be with the second team, but it's not, you know, Justin's going to be the second stringer for sure. Lock it in. Uh, uh, Like in that pure language and understanding that interpretation is extremely crucial when you compare those things to what we saw last year and the way Matt Nagy speaks, because we know Matt Nagy has a certain way of talking and a certain Mm -hmm. way of how he portrays things. And, you know, he's ambiguous, very ambiguous language. That's perfect word. So, to see that, like it, it's only it's th- what Jake is hearing right now, and what everybody is is hearing and understanding and seeing. Like this is only going to increase. I promise you. Come week two, uh, Allen Robinson comes on the mic. I mean, that's that the moment Allen Robinson steps up to the podium and starts to talk about Justin Fields and compares him to Andy Dalton. You know, we heard from Dave Montgomery today. He said Justin Fields is a mantra. You know, everything you want of a rookie, obviously high praises but once you get robinson mooney white hair uh you know mustafer the guy potentially snapping him the football those names and voices and, and the language that they speak will matter so i knew it was going to happen but it's only going to increase so yeah you have it 100 percent. i mean jake i think this is what me and kevin were, were kind of talking about um like a couple weeks ago when we were saying like yeah, I mean, they can say that now, but when you put them side by side and, you know, they're both doing the same things, like one guy I think will look much better. You know what I mean? And 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 I think that's – like that's happening already, it feels like. <laughs> After two yeah. days. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. And then like Kevin said, I mean, the, the things, you know, his teammates are saying about him, it's stuff that, you know, we already knew. We already knew. We, we kind of right. talked about it on the show. But, um, you know, it's just being confirmed now. So, yeah, I mean, I like Kevin said, this is only going to get, you know, you're just going to hear more about Justin Fields and, you know, it, it, like, what do you do, man? What do you do? Like, I, I just think you got to play him. You have to, if, if, you know, everything goes well, of course, but right. man. I have, I have a question for you too. Um, there's going to be a lot of people out there as these quotes come in from the coaches, from the players who say it doesn't mean anything, who say, you know, we hear this every year. We hear this with every rookie quarterback. Doesn't mean anything. Andy's still the guy. Those pessimists out there are going to believe that. Tell me why it matters more in this particular situation. Because for some reason, I feel like what we're hearing in the specific language that's being used, like it's real, it's authentic, and it matters more than just any rookie QB coming in. Like people said similar things about Mitch. Ah, oh, you know, he, he's a guy who's going to put his head down and work. And then, you know, those types of things you hear from every rookie quarterback because it's a new guy in the building and you don't want to shit on him in your, in your first press conference for OTAs. But does this feel different in any way? I- Different, man, I don't know. I, I don't know. Because it's like the stuff they're saying is stuff we were talking about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like now it feels like it's kind of just like in front of everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's, it's out in the open. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I would call it different. I think it's just that's just the truth. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but that's I mean, what I'm saying. Like, it, it right, doesn't no, feel I, fake. Right. Yeah, I, 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 think, I, I, I think that 
both things can be true. It, I think, yeah, we knew this stuff and it was in front of us, but it, it yeah, of course it's different. Of course it's a di- situations are situational and this is a yeah, totally man. different situation. So yeah, of course it's different. Uh, is it different in a better way? Yes, of course, obviously. Um, one thing talking about differences though, one thing that I do before we move on, like I want to give credit to Andy Dalton though, because absolutely. And, and when you, when you talk about, uh, you know, we ju- we've done it already on the show. When you compare this to the Trubisky era, when Trubisky came in, and the differences in those camps and what was what the comparisons, Mike Glennon, the night Mitch Trubisky was drafted, audibly pissed, furious, mm-hmm. not happy that they drafted a quarterback number two overall when he was just signed to be the starter. Andy Dalton, to his credit, has taken this all in stride. Has been like, I'm just going to go. I'm going to do my job. And of course, obviously, Glennon said that at this same stage, but he'd already kind of outed himself as, yeah, I'm pissed. So Andy Dalton, who has much more stature in this league, has much more, many more accolades than Mike Glennon ever did and ever will. Um, Andy Dalton's being like, I'm just going to go to work, man. I'm just going to go in here. You know, Justin Fields has been next to me. I've been talking to him. He's a great kid, blah, 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 blah. I mean, credit to him. Obviously, everybody, he knows he knows the city, the fandom. The people are clamoring for Justin Fields. They're going to want to see Justin Fields sooner rather than later. We talked about on this show, do we think he gets booed immediately? I said no. I, I, I would like to think there's a little more rationale floating around out there than to boo Andy Dalton for signing a $10 million contract when it's in front of his face. But uh, no, but credit to him uh, for that. And, uh, you know, obviously it's not an easy situation, but um, – Anything no, else yeah, that we want? I, I want to add on that Andy Dalton thing because he does deserve a lot of credit because when you do compare it to the Mike Lennon situation and the reactions, first of all, Mike Lennon was never, I don't think, guaranteed to be the starter. And he should have known in the back of his mind when he was signed by the Bears in you know 2017 that they did have the second overall pick, that they were going to draft or third overall pick, that they were going to draft a quarterback. Like mm-hmm. everybody kind of seemingly knew that, yeah, Jamal Adams was floating around and there was those rumors, but Everybody kind of figured Deshaun Watson, Mitch Trubisky, Mahomes, those guys were on the table like they were going to take one of those guys. Now, Andy Dalton, different situation, okay? He was right. told he was going True. to be the starter. Bears are there at, uh, you know, now I'm afraid of your initial spot. 20. 20. Um, you know, and then they moved up to 11. Like, he didn't expect that. Like, that, that was just sort of out of nowhere. And he still handled that with more class than did Mike sure. Lennon. So, the dude deserves a lot of credit. And, you know, quite frankly, like, I was always told when I played baseball in high school, I had a great coach uh, throughout my four years said, you know, play your role. I don't care if you are the starting, you know, pitcher who's the best player in the state or the guy who's sitting on the bench, you know, handing bags of seeds to the other starters. Play your role and do your role to the best of your ability. If Andy Dalton's role is to sit there and be the best mentor he can possibly be for Justin Fields, I have full confidence that Andy Dalton is going to play that role to the best of his ability because he is a seasoned pro. The, all of his teammates have resonated that, and he's he's just a veteran who's gonna you know just do what he's asked. He's gonna be right. do what he's asked, um, and that connection and that mentorship is extremely crucial. He's gonna play his role, whether he is the starter, whether he's not, and he, he's gonna go ahead and work. So a lot of credit given to Andy Dalton. I don't think he gets enough love, um, regardless of what happens in the next three four months. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean that that's not easy. Like I I mean he knows. He knows who mm. wants to start. And, <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. That's not easy to deal with, you know, like, so I, I don't know and that. I don't know if you guys saw the picture, but there was a picture of Fields mm-hmm. and, and Dalton and Dalton was like, kind of like, looked like it was, he was kind of laughing or, or smiling mm-hmm. or something. And out of everything that came out from OTAs, I think that was 
the one thing that really stood out to me because it was like, wow, like that's cool. Like that's really yeah. cool. I, I really like that. So no, and, and to Kevin's point before, just to wrap this up, I mean, the, with Glennon, they kind of did Glennon dirty. <laughs> like, yeah. they, that must've always, but they kind of did him dirty a little bit. Like Andy Dalton, in this situation, they, they weren't expecting that. Like you said, it got yeah. down to Justin Fields is falling, falling, falling. And they said, Oh shit. All right. We got to make a move <laughs> yeah. here. So yeah, I mean, that, that's a, that's a really good point, Kevin. So, um, I want to touch on something from OTAs, people on Bears Twitter, and we know how Bears Twitter is. They take something and they freak out and they run with it. And out of everything that you could pick to be freaking out about, about this team, whether that be the lack of experience on the offensive line, the depth at cornerback, if Eddie Jackson's good or not, and anything, anything. He is. And he is. Well, yes, but especially now that he changed his number to four, that's going to be so awesome. Anyway. Yeah. Um, People are choosing to be freaking out about who and who is not at voluntary OTAs. People are freaking out that a lot of defensive players are not there. People are freaking out that Allen Robinson's not there. People, 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 people. Bears, Bears Twitter. Why? 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 It's why. It's like, of course, a bunch of these defensive players are not going to show up. They are they're already gelled. They know each other. Yeah. These guys like Cleo, Cleo Mack and Akeem Hicks don't need to be in Chicago for a week of OTAs when they're already probably texting every day. When they're probably talking every day. Eddie Jackson and Jalen Johnson don't need to be. Hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. We're not doing that here. This unit knows each other. They're basically the same. There's a couple new guys, but that's it. This team knows each other, especially that unit. It's not like the offense where you have new offensive line combinations. You have new wide receivers. You got guys fighting for their jobs and Anthony Miller. It's different. Of course, the offensive guy, Andy Dalton's new. He's got to get in a rhythm here. The defense, they know each other. They're fine. They like, why are we, why? <sighs> why? Yeah. It's just like, and then Allen Robinson too. Of course, Allen Robinson's not at voluntary OTAs. He's pissed. Of course, he's not going to be here. The man wants a new contract. He's playing on the franchise tag. He sees what happened to Daz Newsome today. He's not going to go to voluntary OTAs, no pads, in shorts, and be like, hey, let me risk something freaky happening to me when I'm on the franchise tag and I'm actively seeking a new contract. The man is pissed off. Like, he, it's voluntary. If you're telling me, people, that uh, your job, whether you're in a cube or whether you're at a, a grill, whatever you're doing, you're telling me that your boss says, hey, you can come in today if you want. You don't have to, but you you could come in. It, you know, don't have to, but also um, people are going to talk shit about you if you don't. You stay in bed. You don't, you don't care. Yeah, you don't care. <laughs> you're just like, like, the, you only explanation, the only explanation I have is it's just what Bears Twitter does, man. It's right. just yeah. weird and, and it's not. This isn't an Aaron Rodgers situation where it's like, oh my God, when is he going to show up? Is yeah. he leaving us? It's, it's totally different. Yeah. Like, and first of all, uh, yes, he is leaving you, Green Bay. So goodbye. <laughs> um, goodbye forever. But um, anyway, yeah. Listen, so let's bro. let's just put that to bed. Let's stop with this craziness of where is Khalil Mack and where are these guys? They're at home, dude. <laughs> They're at Dan home girls. in California. 
in Florida, it was 40 fucking degrees here three days ago. You think they want to be in Chicago for that? It was 40, it was 48. It was like 48 or something. It was, it was, it was miserable. And now it's back up to eight. This weekend's gonna be phenomenal. Get out there uh and enjoy the weekend. I know Jake will. We know that for a fact. Um, but well, you don't gotta hey, you don't have to lie to the viewers, Jake. Jake, uh he he just he loves Keep going life, with your man. boy. He loves the life. Anyway, these guys are in Florida, California, Texas, wherever it is. They don't, you know, screw it, man. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, if you want to talk about pe- people not being present, talk about the quarterback in a particular team north of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the quarterbacks are are traditionally uh, come to OTAs to, again, it's a chemistry thing. You're expected to be there because you're leader of the team, you're most important player. I think in mo- for most teams, unless you're Tom Brady or the best in the game, um, you, you you most likely go. So if if you know Justin Fields didn't show up, then we could be talking about yeah, it. <laughs> we would have a lot to talk about. Situation. Yeah, oh, that God. that would be wild. But um, yeah, just t- relax, That's take fun. a chill pill, uh, and let's let's just watch Aaron Rodgers continue not to show up and watch <laughs> Packers fans. Let's let's continue to watch Blake Bortles throwing videos because those. Those are comical, man. Those get me excited. QB1. QB1. I can't, bro. You know what I'm waiting for? Like, <laughs> when Rodgers retires and goes to Denver, the tweet that the Packers make that says QB1, just like the Bears did to Dalton. I don't think they did. Oh, they I would like to think they if it was If it was Jordan Love, I could see that, but I don't think they'll do like. As a social media, as a social media coordinator, I think you'd have to have a little more self awareness uh, than that. Listen, knowing Blake Bortles' reputation in the league, um, Bortles has as many conference championship wins. Or or, or, wait, what was the stat? Oh, I forgot the stat. Oh, he's got he's got the same number of playoff wins as Rodgers in the past five years or something. It, it, it's Jesus. something like that uh, because of their, because of their run with the Jaguar. I don't yeah. know if that's the exact stat. I'm going to find it for you, something but it's like something that. like that. that same same doing. amount of conference championship appearances or something. Yes, probably. that's what it is. Conference championship is appearances. I, uh, I believe, I believe because Jaguars like are in that. there and then yeah, right. something like that, which is hilarious. <laughs> that hilarious. is well. Um, all right. We, we could, we could spend one more minute on uh, Chris. You missed a good old slandering of Kirk cousins last week. So this is your chance to, uh, Bring some Kirk Cousins slander <laughs> to the show. Oh man, I'm not the I'm not the Kirk Cousins slander guy. Uh, oh, yeah. not, l- listen, 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 listen. My whole thing with Kirk Cousins is this: I don't think he's phenomenal, but I don't think he's as bad as people make him out to be at all. I, I think see. he's I think, exceptionally average. Yeah, I, I think I think he's slightly above. I would call him slightly above. I I, I just I don't know. I I've watched Kirk Cousins and and I just like. He just catches so a lot I. of and it feels like for no reason. I don't know. All right. Well, Chris is off the show. Justin, if you could please remove his bubble. Um, no, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Um, no. All right. Well, that was our that was our uh, roundup of NFC North quarterbacks um, because I don't think anybody has anything to say about Jared Goff. Let's do some segments. I don't think Let's do we, it. Uh, we covered all of our news that we needed to cover, I believe. So, yeah. um, all right. Let's do some segments. Uh, we're gonna do a little since we're talking about you know stuff that's hot button. Uh, we're gonna do a new segment. We're gonna debut a new segment uh, called "What's Trending," and we're just gonna we're gonna pick we're gonna pick some. We're each gonna bring some to the table, and we're talking about it for a second. And it was Kevin's idea, so I'll let him go first, as it usually is. So, yeah, I'm the segment man. I throw them out. Something pops in my mind, and Real this weird. one I thought was fun because you know there, there's 
there's not always news, but there's things that happen, right? Like there, there's a quote or a video or a picture mm-hmm. or something. Like, for example, the Andy Dalton QB1 thing would be like, what's trending? Like that's trending. That's not news, but it's just like funny as hell. Like that kind of thing. So my first one is this. Um, I don't have the image, but Justin Fields has three Bears jerseys in the top five of the top selling NFL jerseys right now. Three. Number one and two are Tim Tebow for God <laughs> knows why. Uh, that man has a cult following apparently because I don't know who. The, the I man's respect not, that. You have to I respect, respect that though. Well, the man, no, hustle, I don't respect it. The, the, I, man's, I, I, the man's ability to just uh, pick and choose what and get millions of oh, like, that hundreds of thousands and millions. Like the man, the <laughs> man's um. What, what I want to how do I want to say this? The man's ability to just just steal money basically <laughs> to just steal money from these pro sports organizations right to rob them blind is just absolutely incredible so credit credit where credit's due just an all-time job of just swindling swindling that's the word I would go. just an all-time job of swindling these teams but i digress anyway kevin your point about the jerseys still he, he does swindle i i don't understand it anyway fields has numbers Three, four, and five. Three is the navy, four is the orange, and five is the white. Like, I don't know if people understand how crazy that is, but it's just it's just a representation of how excited Bears fans are and what happens when they get an actual quarterback. Like, everybody's buying a jersey. I'm waiting. I haven't ordered mine yet because apparently they're on back order. Apparently, if you well, order it says, one, you can't get it until August. Yeah, but people are getting – they said that, and people are getting theirs now. So okay. I, think, I think that was probably just a, like – it, it, like cover your faces type thing. Quick question: Navy, orange, or white? White. Navy. What if you spill like something? Off? I don't know. You go to a game, you're eating the nachos or fries. You don't want to spill it. Then, then you gotta have you gotta have better self awareness than that. You, like, I do not have great self awareness. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta like you gotta know know your surroundings in that situation. Like, all right, if there's a big win and you get beer spilled on you or something, you're washing it. Fine, whatever. Like, you just gotta yeah. know like. Like you just gotta know, like you can't be stick stick with you know like popcorn or something easy that you're not gonna get on. If you're gonna wear white in any situation, not even just a jersey, white in any situation ever, you just gotta know your situation. You just gotta know your surroundings. You gotta know what you're doing. Like you gotta plan for it. Very fair, Chris. What's your pick? You know it's navy. I was gonna, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna. It's say. traditional. I don't. I don't know. I like. I was in love with the orange Mac jerseys, and I thought about getting one of those, but like, I don't know how much I love them anymore. I don't know. I, I just, you know, traditional, you know, classic navy. Yeah, I, it's the cleanest jersey in football. I truly do believe that. You Photoshop any player into the Bears navy jersey, they look good. Literally any single player, and I've always thought about that. And it's just like I think they have the best jerseys in the game, honestly, for oh, yeah. that reason. Oh yeah, no, I, that that navy that it's just it's so simple and it's so clean. I I, I love it. I love it. All right, who's got right, their next? Fine. Whatever. What's got trending? It. I I'll go next. I was just going to talk about how David Montgomery was just kind of talking about how Justin Fields is a great leader. Mm-hmm. Um, I you, you like you really can't speak about that enough. Like that's nothing we've heard from any Bears QB in, mm-hmm. in ever ever. it's just it's it's still mind-boggling to me like like justin fields our quarterback i have to remind myself that every single day i'm not i'm not kidding (laughs) this surprise me (laughs) this is is real this is really real somehow 
Um, I my first one is going to be uh, just simply the video the Bears put out today uh, on their Twitter page. This a one minute video, not even. I think it was like fifty something seconds of just clips from OTAs. And I know myself, and I know people all like all Bears fans were just like watched it once twice three times like just obviously looking for just some snippet of justin fields doing anything yeah but even i mean like you got a little you got a little david montgomery in there you got a little tevin jenkins in there like just scanning for anything you could pick up any and then just watching just for the pure enjoyment factor too of like being excited about a bears team and i think to kevin's point about the jerseys this really speaks to how much people are buying into this team at this point just how one one draft really one pick has completely changed the scope of what this team is capable of, what they can do, what they will do. Um, Obviously, this show, I mean, look at just this show alone as a microcosm of that. We had no expectations for the Bears. We were thinking eight wins, seven wins, uh, and we were expecting, you know, not a good season. We were expecting a season in which that would end up with Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace fired at the end of the season. We were we were, we were hoping for, we were actively hoping for a season in which that would lead to a clean house and that you could start over and hit the reset button with this franchise. One pick, that window has been opened up a little bit more. Granted, your cap situation still isn't great. Aging players, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But one draft pick what, that everyone seems to be saying you got it right at quarterback now. Props that window open a little more. Gains yourself maybe another two years. We'll see. But I, I just back to that video, like people are like, quote tweeting it and replying to it. I love this. This is great. I'm so excited. Blah, 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 blah. Like myself included. Like I can't even imagine myself even watching, not even let alone talking about it, being excited about it, even watching it. If it's the same, if Justin Fields isn't drafted, like I I'd probably just be like, all right, cool. Bears put out a PSA feel good video care. to try and, you know, public service announcement basically uh, to try and do some good press. You know, yeah. now we're like, Where's Justin Fields? <laughs> you're watching. Yeah. You're like, there he is. Um, <laughs> but I digress. I mean, it's just it, it, that's my thing that's trending because it literally came out today, and people are just eating it up. And I just think it really speaks to where this fandom is at as far as buying into the team right now. Yeah. Honestly, like the Bears social media team should be so thankful. I mean, they really should because <laughs> if Justin Fields was not a Bear, you know, they have to put out these videos because they have to. That's part of the job. You got to put out videos, right. whatever. You got to do graphics. Every single tweet would be getting reissued right get, right now if the Bears oh, yeah. are not getting oh, yeah. Fields. Every single one. Oh, yeah. Every single one. Every single tweet, Instagram post, a mm-hmm. thousand comments, three thousand comments. Like they got lucked out by Justin Fields coming to town. Their, their draft night, they were ecstatic. Uh, made, made the job way easier. Made the job way easier. You know, I, somebody in the higher-ups was like, all right, intern, go tweet this QB1 photo of Andy Dalton. A few months ago, they were probably like, fuck, kidding me. <laughs> no. Like, no. No, no. Like, I know. But now now they're like, all right, let's go. All the fields content we can get, and we're getting that. So I think there was a video two months ago, of like, or not two months, two weeks ago, of him saying, like, bear down. And, like, I've never seen a two second clip get shared more often. Like <laughs> literally him just saying, Bird home. And like, it yeah. was, it was pretty enthusiastic, but it was just hearing him say those words. I was like, Oh my God, like, let's go. It's um, real. Okay. It's real. Uh, my what's trending. We already talked about this a little bit, but it is important that it comes from a reliable source. Jeremy Fowler from ESPN did come out three days ago and say, 
the Bears will be giving Justin Fields a chance to start week one. I know we talked about this, and Jake said he's, you know, he's back on the train because of what he's been hurting, hearing from, from Nagy and from the other players. But to hear that from a reliable source, and the reason why I say that's important is because the only other source we had who said anything about Fields starting week one was Ian Rappaport, who previously on the Park of the Spiegel show on 670 The Score, the company that Jake works for, shout out, um, said – that Fields has a like a 10% chance or something lower like that, like a 5% chance of starting week one. And that was just a few weeks ago. So now Jeremy Fowler comes here and says, the Bears are giving him a chance. Like that is actually important. That's trending. People are obviously excited about that because they've been waiting for that information to hear that from a source, to hear that from somebody to say that it is a possibility. And now that we know it is, that's when things can start to take off. So that's what's trending. Jeremy Fowler says, there is a legitimate chance they're giving the opportunity that Justin Fields could start week one. So that's what's trending. Yeah. Do you guys have any others? Um, I, My other one was just the Fields and uh, that Dalton picture. I, I thought because yeah. I thought it was cool. And, yeah. But we already it's talked important. about it. It's an important picture, though. It is. That yeah. connection, like, think about, you know, people want to compare the situations in past, like Mahomes and Smith and, oh, you know, all those, like, Favre Rogers, like, that connection is important and seeing that connection. And we already, and Jake already talked about it with Trubisky and Glennon. Like you can see no picture of Trubisky and Glennon and they're laughing <laughs> and standing next to each other. Probably. I mean, I'm sure there's one or two, but eh, is it probably just, a, I don't know. So that connection is important, but yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I have one more thing. How oh, I just poked myself in the eye. Jesus. Um, anyway, classic, classic. Yeah. Um, haven't kicked over my water bottle in a few weeks though, so that's still. Yeah, that is impressive. Do you have the water bottle though? Have you just like put it away? Okay, you got it. Okay. Um, (laughs) No, it's uh, we're on a good stretch here, so that means I'm immediately gonna kick it over and like yes, like right before the close of the show. Um, I also knew the date today. Did you notice? I didn't have to check the date. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, that was impressive. Really, uh, really upping my game as a host here. Anyway, uh, my last thing for what's trending, uh, I just want to circle back to the Daz Newsome thing because this does have implications for the rest of the receiver room. Because even though we know Daz Newsom is more than likely safe on this team, Anthony Miller's on the hot seat. We know that. They're not happy with him. They tried to trade him. Nobody was taking him. They wouldn't cut him because he was a second-round pick. Riley Ridley is MIA. For all we know, he's not – like he hasn't seen the light of day in months. Is that man receiving food and water, do we know? Um, (laughs) But as well as, you know, Javon Wims, who for some reason is also on this team. I don't know why he hasn't been ejected from Hallis Hall via (laughs) old-timey catapult. I don't know why he's still on this team. Regardless, Newsom coming in, we knew that was going to create pressure for some of these guys. So I think does this give them – I mean, this gives them a little bit of relief right now. No, I mean, Newsom's out for eight weeks. Again, he'll be back for camp, they said. But, I mean, I almost I almost hate it more. I mean, obviously I hate the injury because, you know, you're robbed of a, a promising talent getting more prep time. But I also kind of hate it because now do some of these guys be like, oh, well – and not some of these guys is Anthony Miller. Like, Oh, I have eight weeks to relax now. I you know, I don't gotta granted. I'd love to believe in he, and he, and he has that big, he talks a big talk where he's motivated and, you know, he's got that drive and that fire and he's a competitor, but you know, the play on the field is kind of said otherwise, but you know, I, I think this has implications. And so I guess my question to you guys is then, do we think that this helps guys like Anthony Miller and Riley Ridley? Let's have them as the top two. Does this help them make the roster in the long term for this season? I mean, it, I, it's six to eight weeks of Daz Newsom not doing it much and Anthony Miller Riley really doing something. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's I feel like just by default, 
that's a yes. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still all in on Anthony Miller. I, I, I'm still all in on Anthony. Chris. Sorry, I'm not. Chris. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. He is too talented. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Look, but, I, yeah. No, go ahead. No, I mean, that. that's what I was going to say. Like six to eight weeks of, of these guys getting some work in. You know what I mean? I think that could only help. You know what I mean? Well, that's important. I mean, think about it. Like it's opportunities. Like yeah. that. that's really, that's all it is. Like it's okay. If Daz Newsom was appearing to be wide receiver four, probably coming into it, then you look at, okay, Riley Ridley slotting in there. Javon Wims, for whatever reason, could be slotting in there. Marquise Goodwin could be slotting in there. Like, those guys are going to get more opportunities. When you talk about Anthony Miller, he was already, I think, going to be wide receiver three. Like, I think, like, as you go into OTAs, when you talk about a rookie versus a, a veteran, like, he's going to be wide receiver three, just like the Bears said, and Dalton's going to be in the first team reps. Justin Fields going to be in the second team reps. Same thing goes for wide receivers. Like, Anthony Miller was going to be getting, you know, be on the field for that as that wide receiver three. But – now it's like, okay, Riley really is going to be getting chances, which in the past he has not gotten. Like he's been waiting for an opportunity, um, or I, I guess he's been waiting for an opportunity for all we know. Yeah, or we don't he's know. Just been, we have yeah, no we really, idea. I, I'm sorry. We just don't know. Uh, but, you know, maybe he'll get a chance now in OTAs. And, and, and really, when you give guys a chance, like that, that's where things happen. Like I think I've said this before on this show, so many players in NFL history – are at the place that they're at right now. Hall of Famers, all pros, pro bowlers, because they were just given an opportunity, because the guy went down and they stepped in. And, and these scenarios, you know, typically happen during the season when a guy goes down and then, okay, you, you know, you're automatically thrust into a starting role. Traditionally happens with running backs more than any other position. Um, but sure. guys come in there, they get an opportunity and that's all they needed. That's all they needed was one opportunity. Um, is OTAs going opportunities in OTAs going to change a lot? Maybe not, but it at least gives you an opportunity to kind of put your name on the board. All right, now, now we're starting to think about Riley Ridley. Now we're starting to think about. I hope they're not doing this, but think about Javon Wims. You know, you know these types of things. So, but I also want to add this about Anthony Miller. I'm I'm kind of I, I'm kind of slowly back in on him. Uh, like not back in on Why? him, but slowly leaving the door open for optimism. Um, for a few reasons, for a few reasons, uh, like we do have to talk about, you know, potentially the ineptitude of the quarterbacks in the past and and that potential effect on Anthony Miller. I, I I can't, I I can't sugarcoat that. I mean, that, that is, that is a very, very real thing. And as much as I wanted to favor Mitch Trubisky the past three years and, and whatnot, that was a real thing. And the statistics show that number two, I, I, I believe in change. I, I believe in players being able to look at their past game and, and, and not necessarily from a, a pure, not necessarily from a pure football standpoint, but from a mental standpoint. If he recognizes what he did uh, against New Orleans and, you know, understands that that was not the right thing to do, kind of goes through a mental check, understands these things, comes back as sort of a different player, different person because of that. I'm 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 not saying that's going to happen, but I'm saying it's a it's a possibility when you if you truly realize you truly realize you you messed up like he messed up that game. That is a a, a colossal mistake you cannot make in one of the biggest moments of your life. Like playing in a playoff game is what you dream of as a kid. Like if he understands that maybe something clicked like, okay, I I really have to change my my approach as a player. So just kind of those two things. I, I, I'm leaving the door open. I'm not all. I'm not all in on them. I'm not all back. But can I leave the door open, Jake? Can I leave the door open? Come on, Jake. You, 
like Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. I'm gonna leave the door open. I'm gonna leave the door open. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Yeah, yeah baby. Come on, Jake. Tell me what I want to hear. No, I'm not in on it. I'm not in on Anthony Miller. Like, there's no no way I can be in on Anthony Miller. Like, his rookie year was so like the expectations were so much. Like he set them so high. He said, I'm so high. And I was so in. I was like, yes, second round pick. Awesome. Great at a second wide receiver. It's going to be just like Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller. Going to be like Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey. Sweet. Let's do it. That was great. Cool. <laughs> All of it. Just immediately. Immediately. It was so immediate. Yeah, just went really right good. out the window. Nothing he's done over the last two years since his rookie year has shown any kind of improvement. He's In fact, he's regressed. He's gotten worse yes. as far as route running, as far as drive, as far as attention to detail, i.e. punching an opposing player when you're specifically told, hey, don't give this guy the time of day right now. So, no, I'm not going to be in on this guy, especially given how aggressively the Bears tried to move on from him this year. Yeah, that is great. True. That's a good he point. Posted, he made a social media post of, oh, adversity makes me hungry or whatever, or like whatever, whatever the caption was. Cool, dude. Show me the money. Show me the money. And in this, in this instance, the money is the production, the yards, the touchdowns. Just show me even your rookie year production. I don't need you to step up your rookie year production. Just yeah. give me that again. Give me that again. Show me that there is improvement. Show me that you are getting better and that you can be a reliable member of this team. I don't even need you to be the number two anymore. I don't even need you to be the number three because I believe now with Justin Fields in the fold, Allen Robinson and the Bears will kiss and make up and there will be some kind of extension at some point. It might not be during the season. It'll probably be after the season, whatever. Darnell Mooney's your number two. Awesome. Okay, Anthony Miller, just be a slot guy. Just be solid. Don't, ha- don't need you to be a pro bowler. Don't need you to be a star. Just be a solid contributor for this team. Just be, be honestly, be an Earl Bennett. That's it. Yes. That's all I need. Shout That's out Earl I Bennett. That's all I need from you. Don't That's hurt fair. the team. Right. Don't hurt the team. That's, That's all fair. I'm asking for. That's fair. I mean, it's just <laughs> we have evidence. There, there is evidence of Anthony Miller being open. And the QBs just not seeing this it. Is true. Is that, is that that that's true. You know what I mean? But and that's not the only thing. Like I no, added that in there, but it's not the only thing. Hundred percent, I agree with that. And and you know that that Saints game, like there's not much you can do to defend that. Like he, you know what I mean? Like, you can't defend it. Yeah, you can't. But it's just like his his talent, pure talent. And I know it doesn't always equal production, but his mm-hmm. pure talent is 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 through the roof to me. And and I think that's just worth leaving that door open for. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. Yeah. All right, I, I want to bring something up for you guys. Oh, okay, hypothetical, real quick. So there are a couple of free agents that are out there. Marquise Goodwin, obviously, has, his name has not been brought up, and he's working out with Justin Fields right now, or was. Mm-hmm. But you've got room for one free agent, right? The cutting of Charles Leno gives you about $9, $10 million. Mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, Moses, the offensive tackle, who they're looking mm-hmm. at. They also brought in and have been talking about Breland, the corner out of, in Kansas mm-hmm. City, right? Uh, and there also was a great article that just kind of popped up in Facebook about the fact that Justin Houston is still unsigned. Like nobody's gone after him. Now we have plenty of linebackers, but Justin Houston is awesome. The idea that you have one free agent to pick up here to make the team better. Where do you go? Do you go offensive line, corner, wide receiver, or a superstar who's on the, on the wire? 
Yeah. It's a great I, hypothetical. That's, that's so it's, easy for me. It, it's corner I, for me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's yep. corner for me. hundred percent. You guys go ahead. We, we, we've done the whole bring up, uh, pick up the superstar thing. The, the, the yeah. veteran who's, you know, 35 superstar previously an all pro like that's, that's, you know, the bears have done that a number of times in the past. Just get us a death player CB. Gets the death player at cornerback. Like the thing about like you would love to see, uh, you know, like a Richard Sherman, right? He he falls under that example, and people are going to get excited about Richard Sherman because it's Richard Sherman. Is he the best option at, from a depth standpoint? Probably not. Honestly, he, he's prone to injury. He's older. I I might take Breland over Sherman. Like I that that's that yeah. may sound crazy, but like no, that's that's that that that's Justin's hypothetical. Is like, would you rather go after a depth player at that position? Or is superstar like that? Jake, what's your answer? I I would go with uh, Breland. Justin mentioned him. Go for a corner. You need, like, obviously Moses would be great, but I have more faith in this team. Mm-hmm. In, in this, I, I have more faith in this team's offensive line. I have more faith in Tevin Jenkins and Larry Borum. Like, I, I think you're fine there. I think you do need another corner. Um, I, I think that's a more pressing need than offensive line at this point. So Breland would be my pick. I, I, I personally like Steven Nelson um, Mm -hmm. Steelers last year. I think he can Mm -hmm. be, in my opinion, he can be that, that Bryce Callahan type corner. Um, You know what I mean? And he's coming off a great year as well. Breland, there's been talk about how he kind of just fits better for what Desai wants to do, um, which Mm -hmm. is very valid, but I kind of just think Nelson's a better player, but I mean, either one of those guys I think would be a huge help. So, um, yeah, corner for me, easy. And I, I have another hypothetical. Now, I guess we're playing the hypothetical game now. Um, I, I want to go back to to the Anthony Miller thing. Jake, say say Anthony Miller starts to show up in camp, starts start, starts to look better, starts to have a really productive camp. Uh, and this is camp alone. OTAs, next few weeks, we see, we hear things, we, we see things. Um, is he still, like, th- would that change your opinion on him? Or is it still, I got to see it week one. I got to see it in the game. You said, show me the money. I got to see it, you know, against an NFL defense. I mean, against an opponent. Yeah, against an opponent I, defense. I, I'm not willing with Anthony Miller, especially, especially with like, because like, it's different with rookies when you can put yeah. stock into camp stuff. Cause it's the first you're seeing of them. Mm-hmm. And you know, when they can exhibit raw talent, awesome. With Anthony Miller, we know the raw talents there. We know that the raw talent is there. We've seen it in games. So as far as me being back in on him, I would have to see that drive. I would have to see the motivation, the attention to detail. Like we talked about, like I need to see you run a route correctly, dude, like run these routes <laughs> yeah. correctly, yeah. you know? So that would be a huge thing. Yeah. So I would have to see it. I got to see it week one against the Rams. I got to see it week two against uh, the Bengals. I got to see it week three against the Browns and not so on and so on and so on and so on. Like I got to see it in game action against an NFL defense. Yeah. Another thing is, is just consistency. Like he's right. going to flash like no matter what, if he's on the team, he's going to flash here and there, but that consistency is very, cool. we didn't even get the annual Anthony Miller weeks, 13 to 16 <laughs> breakout this year. We were yeah. robbed of that. Like that, we didn't even get that. All right, I can't let the show end without an awesome piece that was in today's USA Today. Uh, that Tom Brady finally I saw told it. us what happened in the game against the Bears, and he admitted that he did not know it was fourth down. That is a huge thing because at the, up the time he didn't say anything, and he was right. kind of like, "Oh, you know what? That's football." But here in the offseason, after winning the Super Bowl, he has actually told us that he thought it was third. Down. <laughs> 
<laughs> which which is huge. Hilarious. He probably would have an probably would have changed the game if he would have known it was fourth down. Yeah. It, it very well may have. That I guess that falls under what's trending because he did that via True, TikTok. Yeah. Uh he's he's a you know, he's a TikToker now. Um but yeah, he's like third down in Chicago. I guess I thought it was fourth down. I just, you know, football blunder, which is rare from the greatest player of all time in a moment like that on Thursday night football. Still won a like, Super Bowl. Like, yeah, 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 but that's why he's doing it. I'm not, I'm not knocking him. I'm not right, knocking no, him. But that just what Justin said is like that's like he, you think he would have made that video if they didn't win the Super Bowl? Hell right, no. For but sure, because yeah. they did it, it's like I'm off the hook. Yeah. I'll, Vibe, I'll, vibes are high. He can get away with it. Oh, yeah. That's funny. That's really I funny. have a fact or fiction that I think is really good. We, we only have about five minutes left, but um, I have three minutes left. I have a really good fact of fiction because I want any thoughts on this. So right now, baseball is popping in Chicago, okay? Chicago Cubs are first place in the NL Central. Chicago White Sox are first place in the AL Central. Um, you know, Zach Levine's the superstar for the Bulls. Patrick Kane's the superstar for the Blackhawks. Chris Brown, I suppose, Javi Baez are, are, are the two superstars in the Cubs. Tim Anderson, I guess you could say, is, is the guy for the White Sox at the moment. Justin Fields walks in as a rookie. The fact of fiction is this. Fact or fiction, Justin Fields is already the biggest Fact. superstar in Chicago sports. Fact. Fact. Do the jersey sales indicate anything? I mean, that's kind of what I was going to say. Like, that's evidence, right? Yeah. I, it, I, I it think they're an indication, but like we said, this this fandom is just so starved of, that is you know, a, a, of actual quarterback play. Um I don't know because I mean you walk around in Chicago right now, and so like I I I, tr- I commute to work every day. Like I take the CTA and then I walk a little bit. Like you walk around the city right now, like there's a lot of ba- like baseball. People are talking about baseball a lot. And granted, mm-hmm. it's in the season right now. And you know, and you know, like last year the White Sox were good, not great. And there weren't a lot of expectations last year. The Cubs were, eh. So it's like. But now, you know, the Cubs are playing really well. The White Sox are playing really well. So it depends on where you go. Like, obviously, I'm farther north, so I see a lot more Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo type stuff. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, by my where I used to live, by my parents, you know, you're getting a lot. You'd get more, a lot more Tim Anderson and uh, Lucas Giolito, obviously. So, um, I, I would say Justin Fields is like, I would say he's the face of the Bears right now. I think it's hard to say he's the biggest star in Chicago right now because I still think that, you know, I, I think I think he's just very, very like I think he's this much behind. Just play a game. I think that's where you're like he's gotta play a game, right? Like right, you think- you're right. I, I I would think that you gotta he's gotta that's be on the field enough. first, uh too. Um, but I I mean I I also think, just think it's the season. People are feeling mm-hmm. excited about both baseball teams because they're both playing well. It's the middle of summer, obviously. So it's a little different. Ask me again in October, you know, when both baseball teams are probably playing and Justin Fields is probably already making his debut. Then we'll talk about that. We'll have that conversation again. I think the answer might be different. Fair point. That's a very fair point. Yeah. I Yeah. I think it's, a, I, I, I think it's all but a lock. Like, <sighs> Khalil Mack, like that, that's the only. Khalil Mack's the silent leader, though. Like he's he, not. Yeah. But he previously was the biggest superstar in Chicago, I think by sure. far. Yeah. Um, and, and he still may be, but like, like Jake mentioned, like that's just the importance of the quarterback position. But also, like, 
Give my guy Zach Levine some love because Zach Levine is an insanely well, people, good player. People are finding but, it hard to care about the Bulls. Give it a couple years, and yeah, if, if they're back in the playoffs, then, right. then that will change. Right. Uh, it's it's a matter of circumstance. Um, but all yeah. right, yep. another episode of Bears Nation podcast. Chris has returned to the show. It was good to have you back, my friend. Of course, we'll be back next week. We'll have more OTA stuff to break down. I'm sure we'll have more quotes from. You know, the Bears writers, the Bears shows in Chicago to break down, talk about. I'm sure we'll get more Justin Fields stuff. Don't worry. And then who knows? We might have another uh, free agent edition or two. But for myself, for Kevin, for Chris Nano, this has been Bears Nation Podcast. Thank you for tuning in as always. We will see you next week. Bear down. Yeah.